Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods. Putting STEM into every classroom, every day. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods, and we chat with people who are doing amazing and incredible things to help help bring about better science, technology, engineering, and math education to our classrooms and our maker spaces and, and wherever, even our homes as well. And today we get to talk with Dr. Ken Scheel. Originally, he was a veterinarian. His second choice was to be an educator, but you would know him as the inventor, the creator of Kiva Planks. And welcome to the show, Dr. Ken. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. And it's, it's a great privilege to be able to talk with uh, someone who invented something so simple, but so profound as, as Kiva planks. So just tell us, first of all, what are Kiva planks if somebody hasn't heard of them and, and how'd you come up with the idea? Well, the Kiva planks are a, a rectangular block that are, uh, they're about four and a half inches long, about a quarter inch thick and about three quarter inches wide. That's not the exact dimensions, but um, mm-hmm. they're unique in that it's a construction system that only has one unit. Uh, and so when you go to build with them, you don't have to sort through a, a million Lego blocks to find the color or the shape that you want. They're all <laughs> the same, so you just tend to grab them and keep building. Um, and actually, I had, I had seen a similar type block in Europe years ago and, uh, and used them, and, and uh, I found that it was really so engaging for me to build things, even though it was a children's toy. But as an adult, I liked doing it. So I, I brought that concept here and started developing it for uh, discovering the educational applications for it and how, how important it is for people when they're learning to have their hands engaged, to be doing things. So if you can build things and do something while you're learning, it becomes much more compelling. And, and I think we all love to just build and create. And, and stacking up blocks has been a, a child's toy forever. Just that, right. that sense, that sense of wonder where you're, where you're creating, you're building, you're, how, how, how tall can you make it? How creative can you be? And like you said, with one type of block, there's not hundreds and thousands of types. And, and part of the magic with ours, besides having one piece, is they, they are kind of long and thin. So traditional blocks tend to be like cubes or a very blocky rectangle. Mm-hmm. And by being long and thin, it allows us to do uh, designs that are much more intricate and uh, there's enough pieces that you can get incredibly complex with the structures. Uh, we have colleges that are using these uh, and when we have them in science centers, the parents are building with the adults. Yep. Uh, but we also, we're in preschool, so there's four-year-olds building little simple roads with them all the way up to engineers. So it's, that's one of the really unique things is that they span any skill level so from children with special needs to give to children's, all of those, people just end up building them at whatever skill level they're at. Yeah, that, and that's awesome. And, and again, if you haven't seen Kiva Planks, of course, you can go to kivaplanks.com. That's just K-E-V-A, Planks, P-L-A-N-K-S. Uh, you can find them on Twitter and Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. You'll see all sorts of examples of, of people who are taking pictures of things that they're doing in their classroom with the Kiva Planks. And you can find it just, uh, with that that um, that tag of Kiva planks, um, there 
used in a lot of libraries and makerspaces. And those ideas of makerspaces are really starting to take off, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's turning into one of our biggest markets right now is uh, makerspaces uh, in public libraries and school libraries. Uh, so many libraries, since people can get a lot of their reading digital material at home, mm -hmm. uh, libraries have been rethinking, well, what's their purpose uh, in the community? And they've always been such a central hub for learning, informal learning for anyone in the community that wants to find out more about a subject. And, uh, and so in the knowledge of wanting to be and needing to be part of the, the central hub of learning in the community, uh, they've decided uh, one of the ways to do that is to become more hands-on, to be more engaging. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's part of that is to create at a, a makerspace or at least areas of the library that are more interactive. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... Kiva planks work so well for that because they are so simple. And you were saying that people inherently know how to stack things. Yeah. And so you don't need to look at a bunch of instructions or anything like that. Uh, a child or an adult can come into a library makerspace and look at a couple of pictures, get the idea and be engaged with uh, designing their own structures and building things in just a matter of, of minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and in particular in a school library, oftentimes the challenge there is, uh, that the the students don't have a whole lot of time to spend in the library. Yep. And the librarians don't have a lot of space to store half-finished projects and things like that. So when they can come in and, and build something that's really cool, they can design a bridge as a little group project with some friends mm -hmm. or some skyscraper. And uh, they can do that in five minutes or 15 minutes and and have a really great experience and then be back to their class or whatever they need to do. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of times, you know, educators have just had the kids read a story that may have a bridge in it. And so they're, here's our chance, let's build a bridge. Or, or there's a story where, you know, the gingerbread man is trying to escape or some character in the, in the story is trying to escape. And so how could you build something that helps them escape or prevents them from escaping? And you can yeah. tie those in with those types of, of activities as well. Yeah, so almost any story that someone is reading, you can build some aspect of that. Even with a, a middle schooler or a high schooler, they could be reading a story. Uh, maybe it's uh, about out west or something like that, and there's something they could construct with that. And the, the nature of, of building with the Kiva Planks, since there's no connectors and everything's just stacked, you're relying entirely on gravity and balance and counterbalance. And so as soon as you start to build anything, you are inherently starting to hone those skills of understanding mm -hmm. what a fulcrum point is on something and why the counterbalance would work and all of that. Even if you're not exploring specifically those, those physics forces that are working on it, right. you are coming, you're getting a better understanding of that. So, yeah. uh, so that's part of the, the nice thing is that anytime you're building, you're, you can be integrating various topics from, from history to literature all woven into the STEM that you're doing. It's not, it's not an isolated STEM project. Right. And, and that, was, that was what my next question was going to be. I, we, were, we were talking about just building, and, and for the sake of building is, is very limited. But when a, when a kid, as you said, you know, can, can be thinking through what's that fulcrum, what is that, that pivot point, and, and can they actually balance them? And, and, I mean, and there's some pretty incredible structures that have been, 
been, been built, just a, a simple search online, and you're going to find some incredible things being built with the, the Kiva planks. Right. And that's, and that's looking at it from the uh, sort of the STEM uh, scientific side. From the other side of that is the artistic side mm-hmm. of just building structures that are pleasing. You can, maybe anybody could build a tower that's six feet high, as high as they are, but then to rebuild that and play with patterns and how you make that aesthetically pleasing, essentially starting to think like an architect where it's not just a matter of getting the structure, but what can you do to make it look good? And those are all very critical parts of life. When you're designing products, you need to make them look good when you're doing architecture. So, so the, the linking of the sciences and arts and linking them so uh, yeah. uh, they're fused together so it's it's really important skills for people to to hone in either direction. Yeah, and 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 I'm just doing a, a quick. You got me thinking. I did it just did a quick search on Instagram. You know, using that hashtag of of Kiva planks, and, and there's an incredible uh, diversity of of types of of pictures, and and every one of them has has a has a level of of beauty, uh, a level of that artisticness to it. Um, it's really incredible, and and again. Going back to that idea, it's it's a simple rectangular piece of wood, but right. um, but it's very beautiful just in its in its own simplicity. And and on your website on on kivaplanks.com, you have you have the quote from Leonardo da Vinci: "Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication." Right, and if you look at um, like if you look at Legos or traditional children's blocks that that have so many different pieces, so many different colors and shapes, they really uh, it really makes it difficult to design something from scratch that looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Legos, you can do it if you have their exact recipe and you follow that step by step. It'll look good when you're done. But if you're trying to do some original design and, and trying to build your own concepts with all of those different colors and shapes mixed in, it's very difficult to make something look good. It can be, yeah. So, so let's let's talk about just some of the. What are some of the interesting projects? You know, give give educators some ideas. Um, some of the interesting things or ways that they can use. We've we've talked about some already of how people are using uh, Kiva planks. Um, but what what are some of the interesting or innovative ways that you have seen? And again, there are some resources on on the website as well, right? Sure. Uh, one of the things that has been very popular with educators is our three uh, D. Uh, challenges mm-hmm. where uh, we have essentially we create uh, three views of the same object so it's essentially like a technical drawing uh, on one side of a card and then uh, uh, the people try to build it by looking at those three views and then once they build that physically with the blocks they can look at the solution which yeah. gives you a perspective view of it and once you see the the photograph it becomes instantly obvious as to what it's supposed <laughs> to be because all you can see all three faces, the, the top, side, and, and front, all at the same time. So it makes it very easy for your brain to say, oh, yeah, I know instantly what that is. Yep. When those are separated out into the, the three separate views, that can be very challenging for a lot of people. And so when I created these cards, um, uh, I found that, uh, especially when I first created them, I would um, give this as an activity to teachers and find that about half of the teachers were struggling with it. It's just a, it's a very difficult concept for a lot of people. They don't think three-dimensionally. So then when I simplified them a little bit, I found that if I got quite simple by doing things with just a few blocks, the people thought it was just so easy. And they would, they would do it and say, give me another one. That was easy. Yeah. And 
I would very quickly ramp them up to the other ones that were harder and just just a matter of minutes, they found those to be much easier to do. And so um, part of the fun of this is, is really being to demonstrate that this is a, uh, a growth mindset. This is a learned skill. It's not like some people have the engineering mind so they oh. can think of three dimensions. Yeah. Other people don't. And so, so these cards make it really fun and easy and effective to start to teach three-dimensional thinking to young people. And that's such a critical step if they're on their way to using 3D printers, designing their own stuff in 3D printers, or, uh, or even if you're not going in that direction, if you're going to be designing, redesigning your kitchen someday or something that everybody needs to be able to think in three dimensions. Exactly. Yep. Or, or just have to put together that, that product that you bought at Ikea and it's in yes. a This is early Ikea training. Yes. That's, that's, that's what this is. <laughs> Keep things are, are training. You're secretly an employee of Ikea. <laughs> you didn't want everybody to know, but um, yeah. Um, so again, we're, doc we're talking with Dr. Ken Scheel, uh, inventor, creator of, of Kiva Planks. Um, 14 years into this process, they, they're growing um, by leaps and bounds. You're, you're adding them, um, like you said, with, you know, getting, like, like you said, just these, these cards that, that I'm, I'm sure are available anywhere and on the website at, at kivaplanks.com. But um, just to get kids to think spatially and three-dimensionally, um, you talked about um, connection with 3D printing and stuff and, and Tinkercad, right? Right. So we're working with Tinkercad right now. Uh, it's not out yet, but um, so that uh, we can create uh, these challenges uh, quite easily in Tinkercad. Mm -hmm. And then we are working towards making it open source so that teachers could have their own students create their challenges and share those with each other and create a huge library of of challenges like this so they can be very easy or get incredibly complex and and for anybody that hasn't ever used tinkercad of course it's it's a 3d um designing software i mean a little like cad uh, you can go to tinkercad.com and find out more about it there um as well so um these are worldwide as well right i mean you're you're not even just limited to kids in, in the United States or North America are using Kiva blocks, right? Right. We, we are primarily in the U.S., but um, we've uh, expanded quite a bit into Canada. And uh, I've taught uh, at education conferences in China, and uh, we have museum exhibits in South Korea. So uh, we're, we're around the world. Uh, China in particular was interesting because they, uh, they're so hungry to understand innovation mm -hmm. uh, and they look to America as being uh, so strong at maker spaces and STEM and innovative thinking. And so uh, I went there to be able to speak and teach at some education conferences to show them how we use Kiva planks to, to do uh, in particular, most of the things I do educationally with Kiva planks is open ended challenges. Yeah. Like to see if you can build a bridge from this table to that table. Yeah. And so that's so open-ended, but there'd be a million different ways, an infinite number of ways you could accomplish that. And depending on how far apart the tables are, it could be very easy or very difficult. Mm -hmm. And so using open-ended challenges to really uh, inspire students to create their own designs and explore the physics of design. Yeah. And, and, and even, even if the kids don't understand all the physics going on behind it, again, you're prepping them for those days when they get to those classes are or even later on in the, in the school year, you know, when you get to uh, teaching some of those basic uh, simple machines kind of things or, 
or when they get to high school or, or beyond as well. Right. I, I enjoy doing that show, doing the uh, simple machines with, with uh, preschoolers where uh, there's a way you can arrange the blocks. We call it contraptions or kinetic building mm-hmm. where you build ramps and, and shoots out of it and use a ping pong ball that moves through them. Oh yeah. And a three-year-old can easily see that you can make it a, a simple little ramp with the blocks then a ping pong ball will roll down it. Yep. And, and so you're doing simple machines with a three-year-old. You don't have to talk about the physics terms, but they're starting to understand the mechanics of it. And they understand if you had two blocks here to make the next phase, you need three blocks. So they have a reason to count to three. Yeah. And so all these things starting at that very level. And you go up to high schoolers who make just the most elaborate uh, kinetic yeah. sculptures you could imagine. Yeah, and again, a quick search on on any of the the Kiva Plank sites on on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. Um, definitely follow them and check them out, and uh, so you know uh, when there's new updates or uh, not that you're going to update any necessarily thing about the planks at all, but um, but just new products like you said, the challenge cards or or just ideas to see what are people making out of these things because because again, I mean the, this internet thing that we have it it shares information. And, and so you might not come up with an idea, but an educator, you know, across the country or the world might have a great idea. And you say, hey, that would be great in my classroom. Um, and, and again, kids will have the best ideas sometimes as well, like you said, leaving it to open-ended challenges. Right. And, and so we are constantly coming up with new ideas, either that we come up with or that we hear, and there, or we can tweak the idea, and then we push those out as fast as we can just to... Uh, uh, so people can take those ideas and apply them into their classrooms. Yep. And again, on, on you guys' website, on kivaplanks.com, you have a whole tab for educators, you know, and it, it lists it, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, homeschool, college, special needs, gifted. I, that, that seems like a, something that would be really, really helpful, both with, with uh, special needs students and with gifted students. Oh, yeah. That's, and it's really fun. I've seen it. I was at a classroom uh, this last year where it was a classroom of special needs students, but they had a few gifted students helping. Oh. And so you have these students working side by side on projects. And um, one, of the, one of the amazing things, uh, I learned about this just when I was at a conference and there happened to be a few teachers who worked with children on the spectrum. And they were describing to me how revolutionary this is because children on the spectrum get overwhelmed by too many options and too, many, too much stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, their whole option, their world is reduced to these simple blocks and they're all exactly the same. It kind of frees up their mind and they blossom. Yeah. We often see those students just get so engaged in their, um, in total concentration for long stretches, building incredible things. Yeah. Um, and sometimes someone that might be on a lower skill level or, or lower motor skills, they're stacking the blocks flat and they're making just the most basic roads or just stack them in, into the blocks, but it's still a, such an important development of their motor skills. So right. uh, it really is fun. That's a, the special needs is an area this year that we're really starting to expand into because we've seen so many, seen so much feedback from teachers who are, who are using that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's, that's some great, great avenues and, and options that, that Cuba planks uh, help with. Um, Thank you again, Ken, for mentioning that. A um, couple more questions here, and then we can, we can wrap up unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think uh, things like, like STEM education um, of the future, do you think things like Kiva Blocks are, are part of that, that, that we're moving towards with STEM education? 
Uh, absolutely. The uh, people are seeing the results of of uh, of allowing students to be creative, to design their own things, mm-hmm. to have. Um, when students have space in their day, whether it's during school or after school, to explore some of their own ideas, that how that just does so much to inspire them and get them fired up. And uh, the hands-on learning um, that we do with Kiva Planks and you do with little bits and all these other things, when, when students get to use their hands and they start to, and they get to see the practical application of these things, mm-hmm. and suddenly the idea that they have maybe could become a business one day, maybe this could be a product, that's just so thrilling. I mean, that's part of the American experience. Oh, yeah. And the more that we do that and, and allow them the space to do that, because so many, so many classrooms have so many, so many constraints with the uh, standards of learning that they need to meet and, and passing tests. Mm-hmm. If they can leave some space in the school day to be able to explore these things where students can make mistakes, they're not, uh, they're not getting graded. And, and we all know, especially in the STEM world, that you have to make mistakes in order to advance. You do, you do. Um, and if you're too frightened about making mistakes because you have to get a perfect grade or something, it really stifles the whole concept that we're trying to build. Right. And so, so I think, uh, I think STEM and maker spaces are here to stay. And, and as Kiva Planks, we're thrilled to be a part of that and, uh, and just to be able to assist teachers with, with having something very simple in the classroom. Because a lot of times you have, uh, robotics and more complex things and keep right. such a simple thing that sometimes you can even use that as maybe the first 10 minutes to even get ideas rolling. Exactly. To something else. Yep. Just, just to get, get the kids, get that blood flowing, get that, you know, there's something about, like we said, right, right back when we started this, this interview here with, with Dr. Ken Scheel, just that idea that, um, stacking up, it's, there's something about that, that simplicity, but that creativity that, that flows from, um, from, from building, from mm-hmm. seeing something rise right from in front of you. So. And, and one of the things we were seeing is that there's so many students, so many people now, not just children, that spend so much of their life digitally. Yeah. That, that we're, kids are growing up, so they're not building stuff. They're not playing with blocks. They have their tablet in their hands when they're three years old, and they don't even play with blocks. Right. And it's such a huge loss to, to human development and, and enjoyment of life. And so that's part of what schools can do is uh, oftentimes they're not doing that at all at home. So to be able to do something physical at school with this sort of construction is really helpful for students' development and enjoyment of life. Right. So, so a Kiva Planks app is, is out of the question. So <laughs> we want them to build with real blocks, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one last fun question to, to, to ask you, Ken. Um, if you could have dinner with somebody from STEM, past or present, just to sit down and chat, who, who, would, you, who would you want to do that with? Uh, well, um, it would either be Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Because I think he's so cool with so, such a broad range of interests that he had from painting to de- designing, inventing things. And oh, yeah. uh, he's such an interesting person. We have his quote as one of the primary parts on our website. Yeah. It would either be him or Ben Franklin. I think oh. Ben was really cool and really funny and fun. I think he would just be so fun to uh to have a beer with and and talk about uh stem education i think oh, that would be a blast i'm sure in fact i bet all three of you together sitting at a table would be yeah. uh, 
a great <laughs> dinner for any of us to sit down and join at. So, yeah. so um, thanks again, Ken. Um, any any other last thoughts you want you want to share here before we before we go? Well, I'm just excited to be here talking with you and being able to share these ideas. The main thing we want to do is get uh, get new effective tools in the hands of teachers. And, and I just know from experience, so many teachers when they get Kiva planks and they especially when they explore our resources and the and the different ways to use them because there's so many ways to use them that you wouldn't think of right away. Right. So I hope you'll visit our website and look at our resources and and everything and get some of the ideas and. So many teachers tell us that eventually they use Kiva Planks every single day in their classroom. There's always somebody building with them, and, and we want people to, to use them and get the most out of them, yeah. and primarily to change transforms the lives of the students. I was going to say, and someday um, I'm sure kids will come up to you. They won't be kids anymore. They'll be adults, and they'll say, you know, thank you for, for coming up with a simple idea of Kiva Planks, and because of that, now I'm, I'm, I'm this engineer. Now I've created this to help help the world. Um, just incredible. So yeah, thank you again. Uh, talking with Dr. Ken Scheel, uh, inventor of Kiva Planks. And again, you can find him on, on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. Look for those great ideas, educators. Draw some of those into your classroom. And again, share the ideas, what the kids are coming up with in your classroom. You visit them for, for those educators out there as well. So thanks again for listening to this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and Leave a review as well to let other people know about the podcasts. And if you need to contact me, find me on Twitter at Daily STEM, and we'll talk to you again next time. You're listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com. <laughs>